Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Well, it's Mother's Day. And I always find it an absolute privilege and and pleasure that I have the opportunity to encourage and to empower the most important job in the world. I do believe that. Motherhood is the most important job in the world. We have in our hands the capacity to change another generation. How many mothers do we have? Hands up in the room this morning. Let's have a look. Oh, wow. Thank you. Who this morning has got a sister or an aunt or a cousin or a friend? Who's a mother? Great. And how many of us have got mothers ourselves? Oh, everybody. Fantastic. So this message is for all of us. Okay, motherhood affects us all. We've all got something in common this morning. So what I don't want is all, some of those who aren't mums to have to zone out. Motherhood is very, very important. Motherhood matters. In fact, it affects our global world, motherhood. I was reading an article yesterday about motherhood, and it says, if we empowered more than two billion mothers on this planet, We would change the world. Yeah. We will ch- there'll be no war. Because mothers are so powerful. We are a force to be reckoned with. I know I'm a force to be reckoned with sometimes. <laughs> Ask my children and my, and my husband. So let's never underestimate the power we have as as mums. A little bit of history about motherhood. Motherhood was started over 100 years ago with a lady. Sorry, Mother's Day. Sorry, Mother's Day. (laughs) Motherhood started a lot younger. Mother's Day was started over 100 years ago by a lady called Anna Jarvis. She was never a mother. She never married. But her mother impacted her world so much, she wanted to honour her mother. And 100 years later, that lady's influence is still influencing the, the, the world. You see, one... When um, Anna, she didn't want it to be very commercialised, but that's the way it got. 
What she wanted was the children to send their mums letters of appreciation. Because when you appreciate something or someone, it fuels their world. And this morning, we want to appreciate our mums and that we can fuel their world. Fueling somebody. And after Christmas, Mother's Day is the second biggest gift-giving day that people give gifts to their mothers after Christmas. I thought that was quite an, an interesting And this morning, I want to start by thanking my mum this morning because I don't know where I would be this morning if my mother had not influenced my life. With having six children and one of them a disabled child, she was a great influencer. She influenced me in the, in the way to love and the way to care. Yeah. You know, just watching her care for my sister each and every day is what's influenced me over the years. And I wanted to say the, the um, title of this message is The Hand That Rocks the Cradle Rules the World. Yeah. You know, we, all, we have all heard that, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle Rules the World. But it's powerful. Yeah. The Hand That Rocks the Cradle rules the world, the power we have to change and shape another generation. And also I thought, um, the other title that I thought of is, if mama's not happy, <laughs> nobody's happy. <laughs> and um, I can hear we all laughing because we all know that the influence that we carry, if I'm not happy, thank you, Joseph. <laughs> Joseph's my son. You know, I've got four children. Um, so I spent 33 years grafting what it is to raise children. I've, I've, I've not got it, all the answers all together, but I've, done, I've, got, I've gone some way along the way to this. And so if Mama's not happy... Nobody's happy. I remember some years ago coming home and I had a bad day. And when you've had a bad day, I've always told my children to leave the attitude outside the door. Drop it. So because their attitude influences the environment. But as I was walking through the door, I was not speaking what I was telling my children. I came in with attitude. And I realised I changed an environment as easy as that. The influence. So we can change it for the good and the bad. If mama's happy, everybody's happy. There's some head nodding in the room. Because that, that is so true. In Psalm 127 verse 3, it says, Children are a gift from God. I know sometimes we don't think they're a gift from God. 
but they are a gift from God. He says they are a reward from him. So God has entrusted that gift to us. How powerful is that? God has entrusted that gift to us. And there are many people in this room who their mothers have have not always influenced them in the the right way. And this morning, I pray for you that you would have a new revelation of what God the Father is love is for you. And I was... I was thinking of some mothers in the Bible that were a great influence on their children. And I, there were so many, but I'm just going to focus on one mum at the moment. This was Joseph's, sorry, this was Moses' mum. Her name was, if I can pronounce it right, Jahipa. Jaipad. And she was a woman of faith and of courage. She rejected fear and she released God's plan as a deliverer. Wow. The opportunity she, she got to have God's plan in her hands and she rocked cradle in the bulrushes before she pushed Moses into his future not knowing if she was going to see him again but in faith she pushed him into the future and in the same way this mother Moses was returned back to her and she nurtured this young man and in this house there was Moses, the deliverer. There was Aaron, who was the high priest. And Miriam was a worship leader. So this lady was a powerful lady. And I was just thinking about some famous people who their mums have influenced. Um, there was Thomas Edison who said of his mum, my mother was the making of me. Stevie Wonder, my mother was my greatest teacher. The lady called Wilma Rudolph, and she was the Olympic champion. The doctors told her she would never walk again. But my mother told me I would. And I chose to believe my mum. Martin Luther King, his mother was a poor school teacher. So we have the power in our hands to be an influencer. So you think everything we do today matters? I was, last week we were talking at home on the, on the dining room table and um, I was talking to Joe and to Jesse who actually work in education 
And my heart bled for some of the children in our world. Because my life message is to helping mums and children and families to discover the purpose that they were born and to reach their highest potential. And when I heard these stories, my heart bled of some of the mums in our, in our nation, just in some around our schools who just need that bit of appreciation, a bit of help, a bit of saying, you're doing a grand job. Just keep going. You're really doing a good job. Just, just keep going. And we, we were talking, and, I, and Mark and Woodrow were just talking about some of the influences in his world at home. And he had a neighbour called Mrs. Batchelor. And Malcolm's home environment wasn't always the place to be of peace sometimes. So he used to go to his friend's neighbours, his friend's neighbours' mums, and sit there around the dining room table. And he was saying, how much his bachelor influenced his life. Fifty-odd years later, that lady, Mrs. Batchelor, is still influencing Markham's life because he, he spoke about that as, as, a, as, a, as a, a person who cared. Not his mum didn't care, but his mum was very ill at the time. And so that was what influenced him. How many Mrs. Batchelors do we have in this room? How many Mrs. Bachelors do we have in this room? You don't, you don't have to be a biological mum. But some of our children, who they're friends, they just want to come and go down the room table. I, mean, I just want to sit there and, and just sit there and look and, wow, is this what it could be like? Is this? And you just nurture. You don't know the return. As, as, Mo, as, um, as Moses was pushed into his future, you can push some of those children into the future. There are teachers in this room this morning who are pushing children who they educate into their future. They don't, they're doing the best they can, but they're pushing the children into, they're encouraging in them, they're supporting them. You can make a difference. It's okay. Keep going. I would encourage the teachers in this room, you, you, you're doing a fantastic job yeah. in education. Yeah. You're doing a fantastic job. It's not always easy. But when you push that child into her future, you're shaping them. Yeah. You're helping them in ways that you don't really know. And... And I was thinking about some of these, um, these mums who've helped to sh- shape their children's lives. And I thought to myself, this didn't just happen overnight. It's it happened day in, day out. The mundane things of life, the day in, the day out, the day in, day out. And I put myself in their shoe because I've had four children 
And I'm not here to say it was easy. It was challenging some days. And some days, I got hit my head against the wall. But they have survived. And so have I. And I just want to just go through what it was like in the Baxter household some years ago. We wake up in the morning. Mum's hopefully in a good mood. If not... But I've learned over the years, it took a few. Mum gets up in a good mood. If Mama's happy, everybody's happy. If Mama's not happy, nobody's happy. So we're up and we're raring to go. We start with breakfast. On goes the chef's hat. Right. When I say chef, I'm not talking about egg and bacon and sausage and eggs. I'm talking about you help yourself to your cereal. <laughs> I have four children. Even with one child, I'm not making egg and sausage. And... We've, we've got a day to get through. Right, so we start with cereal. I don't like that cereal. Well, we've got Cocoa Pops. We want cornflakes. We don't want the... Here we go. You have what you're given. That's it. In my day, it was all sugar. No sugar-free. So it's all sugar. So by the time they went to school, there was either kite. So <laughs> it was Cocoa Pops or Rice Krispies with loads of white sugar on top. And the day starts. Get dressed. I can't find my shoes. You put them there last night. I can't find my shoes. Aaron's got my shoes. Well, Aaron, it's a boy and you're the girl, so he's not wearing your shoes. And then we go, we hopefully get into the car. It's a taxi driver. I had... A Previa, which was one of those big cars with seven seats in. So it's literally like driving to school in a bus with them. Get in the car. Come on, get in the car. We were late. Come on, get in the car. Right, we got in the car. And then it's, as we're in the car, we begin to... We pray. So I am also the spiritual advisor in the car because there's no time to pray at home so we pray in the car we've got 15 minutes to intercede on God's behalf and we're interceding for mother who's so we're praying in the car to school that God will give them a great day that God will bless them and what I've always prayed is God will send his angels because our children are assigned Angels. I learned this many years ago. Mums, you can't be there 24-7. Your children have got angels assigned to them. It's assignment. Wow. We have got, because we ask not. So you ask God to 
with the assignment, send the angel around Aaron, around Bethany, around Joseph, around Gabriel. Lord, you've assigned them. So I set the angels as assignment to them. And then we get to school without any arguing <laughs> after we prayed. You would have thought the, the atmosphere would have been a bit peaceful after we prayed, but no, no, not necessarily. Peaceful. We get there. I've, I've got to tell you, sorry, the taxi driver and the prayer warrior is two hats in one. <laughs> and so we get to nursery first, because remember I've got four children, they're all four of them at school at the same time, so we drop one off at nursery, come in, get in there, mum, can daddy take me today? No, mother's taking you today, get into nursery, I'll be late. So you drop one off at nursery, and then you take the other three to school. And then after you taught them at school, you've got to go to work. When I say work, Let's get this right. I was a home mum for many years. Stay at home mum. I worked more <laughs> hours as a stayed mum at home than I did going out to paid work. Because in paid work, I get a 15 minute break in the morning. <laughs> I get a 30 minute lunch break. I get 15 minutes in the afternoon where I can think my own thoughts. <laughs> Not hear the word, mummy, 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 mummy. <laughs> I can remember some years ago, I was hanging out some washing. I'll tell you all year, many years ago, it's called hang wash washing that. They do, we, we, we have a tumble dries. But I was hanging out the washing and a friend was with me. And I was just hanging out the washing out, and all four children were saying, Mummy, 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 Mummy. And I'd zone out. She says, Lena, don't you, can't, can't you hear them? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> I can't know, why? They're all calling you all at once. Oh, really? Oh, how can I help? <laughs> Zoned out. And then, let's put what you there. And then I'm the business lady. Could go into work. Right, on goes my cap. I'm in the office. Right, I'm in the office. I've got things to do. I'm having my 15 minute break. I think I can think my own thoughts. I've got my 30 minute lunch break. I don't think my own thoughts. Okay, and mums, if you're working, mum, paid work, don't feel guilty about this, please. Don't feel guilty about working as a mum. There's no way in the Bible where it says, if you stay at home, you are a great mum. We have some choices, okay? So please, as you, especially the single mums, as you drop your children off, off at nursery, it's okay. It's all right. Right, and now I'm the business lady. And then, back to the school run. Opus 3 is calling. Back to the, at this point, we're not praying. Because, right, 
I've had a bad day at work. And I get to school. And one of them is not there, ready. And that's not a good thing, if they're not ready to get in the car. Right. Okay, so the mummy's now calmed a little bit down. Okay, everybody together, we're in the car. We get home. It's called homework. I think I've got the right cap. For homework. I'm now the teacher. I'm now the teacher. Host mums wear so many hats. You guys don't know how blessed you are. I am the teacher. Often in my house, if it was maths, Malcolm sorted that out, or English, anything else, it was me. Right. And then it is supper time again. And the chef hat goes on again. And the chef hat, chef hat comes off because now I'm the counsellor. We're going to bed and someone's in tears. Mummy, what do I do? Mummy, this happened and that happened. And you've got to get your wetted together thinking, right, okay, what advice do I now give this child? So you're now a counsellor. After you have done all your chores, you've done that bit of the ironing, you've put that away, you've had a very exhausting day. We hear from upstairs, Babes, <laughs> are you coming to bed? <laughs> Babes, are we, are we doing not, are you coming to bed? I'm thinking, this is not the time to get a headache. And, right. Well, a man in love to a woman. Okay. <laughs> so you see, mums, we wear so many hats, and it starts again tomorrow. <laughs> we go through the same routine tomorrow. 
Well, it's in the everydays that we are influencing and we're changing. It's where we're doing the meal and we are the counsellor and we ask for God's wisdom. God has given us all we need if we ask him. He has given us all we need. There's a saying that I heard is that um, if motherhood was easy, then why would they call the beginning of the word labor? <laughs> labor. So in this room this morning, as mums, never underestimate the influence you've got. Mom, you never need to wonder if you're a good mom. Any woman that can turn a house into a home and have an extraordinary day, it deserves to be honoured. We need to start to celebrate all the things that we do because we are absolutely Amazing. Can, can, we applaud, can we applause this morning? Our mums. Oh, God. Oh, Father. Lord God, we thank you for the privilege we have in raising the next generation. Lord, what a mandate and we don't take it lightly. I pray for any family this morning going through difficulties or through difficult situations. We speak the name of Jesus over our children and over every family represented in this room. We pray for the children of our nation, God. They are crying out for help. Melt my heart, Lord, for what melts yours. Children, who are broken and abused and confused. This morning, Lord, I take authority in the name of Jesus over the works of the enemy. We bind up the powers. I say to the enemy, get your hands off our children. Loose them and let them go. I pray this morning for parents that will have a fresh vision fresh hope fresh understanding forgive us Lord for any mistakes we have made in raising our children we're not perfect but you will give us supernatural wisdom you will supply all our needs if we ask you today you will help us Father this morning Lord In this room, there are many influences. God, especially our mums. And I pray and I thank you this morning for our grandmothers this morning. Our grandmothers who for many years have prayed over their children and over their grandchildren. I see Elaine this morning. 
Lord, I thank you for Elaine. She's a, a powerful, powerful woman. She's, she's a grandmother who's influenced another generation. How many other grandmas are there in the room this morning? Other grandmothers. Thank you, grandmas, for your influence on your children. As it says in Timothy, Timothy's grandmother influenced his mother and changed the nation. This morning, I'm saying thank you to our grandmas, the influence they've had on a generation. Lord, we say thank you, God, for giving us this privilege in our hands, Lord. We don't take it lightly as I've prayed. Lord, I pray that you would give us, Lord, a new revelation, a fresh understanding of who you are. Amen. I just want to finish by saying this. The woman who fears the Lord should be praised. You are worth more than rubies. And your children will rise and call you blessed. Your children are rising to call you blessed. We don't need Mother's Day for your children to rise and cause you blessed. Let's have our children saying these things in each every day to empower, because appreciation is the fuel of life. Let's fuel our mums this morning with appreciation. Amen. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.